This week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast is brought to you by listeners like you. Head on over to patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast and subscribe today. Fans, founders, and insiders like you help us keep the Run, Eat, Drink podcast going. And we thank you for your support. I am Bart Yasso, and you're listening to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. Welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We feature destination races from across the country. And after the race, we take you on a tour of the best local food and beverage to celebrate. So whether you are an elite runner or a back of the packer like us, you'll know the best places to accomplish, explore, and indulge on your next runcation. Hey, welcome to episode 202 of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. It's a palindrome episode. It's a palindrome because it's the same front and back. Correct. Like if you did it front, if you said it, if you wrote it front or back, it would be the same. Correct. Yes. 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 How many other words do you know? How many other numbers do you know that you could say right off the top of your head that are like that? Well, 101, 202. 303. We haven't gotten there yet, though. I know. We're working our way towards it. I mean, we will. Yes. Not only are we engaging in educational podcasting, we're engaging in extreme podcasting today because we are in the midst. Extreme. We are in the midst of some pretty severe weather moving through the area. The good news is we're about to have some cooler weather. The bad news is it's the front is literally moving through as we're recording right now. Yeah, we're getting all kinds of warnings and stuff, so... (laughs) I hope we don't lose power in the middle of this. But it's the most extreme podcast we've recorded in quite some time. Yeah. And I think that our northern friends are now laughing at us like extreme. And we're like, they're like, yeah, come up here. They'll mock us and send us pictures of snow. Oh, without a doubt. In our defense, uh, this front actually spawned a tornado about eight or nine miles from us we know uh, what that's today. Like. So we're it's extreme, legit, but we're yeah. also, nobody was hurt. It just did a little bit of property damage, but Blah. still. Mm. Anyway. So. Welcome to the show. Yeah. We're keeping those people in our thoughts because we know experiencing a tornado firsthand. No fun. Not fun. We're glad you're all okay and the damage can be repaired. And in the meantime, we're hoping that we don't lose power while we record episode 202 of the Runny Drink podcast that will include some great stuff. Some running, some eating, and some drinking. Standard fare for us. <laughs> Although, I think we we have a lot, in, like the running segment, just for one. We are f- training leading up to... The Shamrock Marathon weekend, in which we're not running the marathon. Let's be clear. We are running the 8K. The the first time we uh, did that distance was back in February. At the Gasparilla. At the Gasparilla, which we're going to recap here on an episode that's upcoming. And I hope we'll be able to beat our time. And I hope it will not be as human. (laughs) Spoiler. Yeah. Um (laughs) I, something tells me we're going to be okay with the humidity on that upcoming course. But In Virginia. Since this is a training week, we wanted to keep our motivation up. We wanted to keep ourselves looking forward to crossing the finish line, even if it's a finish line just in our own neighborhood. And 
we just came off of a 15K race in mm-hmm. Jacksonville, which also we'll be talking about on an episode in the not-too-distant future. I have to get over my predisposition to curse when we talk about that race, and I'm just not ready yet. Right. You were emotionally damaged. I mean, it, it was a great place and a great race, let's be clear, but I was, but, I just <laughs> can't. I can't talk about it yet. Okay. I can't talk about what happened to me yet. There was emotional damage at that race. and, and we <laughs> That I inflicted upon myself. We'll, let's be clear. We'll get to where we can talk about it. I just keep it. saying, let's be clear. So uh, this is, since we just came off of that race and <sighs> we've got this week and then next week we're heading out to Virginia Beach. This is a shorter running week for us as far as our quote unquote long run. We only had to do a 5K and we wanted to stay motivated. So this week we are taking part in a virtual yeah. 5K mm-hmm. so that we could keep the motivation high. Because again, yeah. I am shallow. I admit You're- I am shallow. I freely admit it. I embrace it. And I am bling driven. I run for the bling. Well, it's great bling. Let's just realize that if you're looking at the episode artwork. And (laughs) that's right. We are doing another one of the anti-hero series from Mm -hmm. our friends at Metal Chasers Virtual Running Club. And this is the I'm with you till the end of the line 5K. Yes. And to go with it, we have a fantastic recipe And I mean that sincerely because I I didn't know that plant-based recipes could be this good at home. I didn't know that I could make one this good. Yes. It was the ingredients. Let's just understand that Amy is not the most talented chef in the Runny Drink Podcast kitchen, but we did it, and it was Super tasty. And we're going to be sharing that with you guys. And regardless of whether you want to go plant-based or you want to do animal-based protein, it's going to be a recipe that will work for you. So Mm -hmm. we're very excited to share that. What I'm most excited about, however, is the drink segment because we have been talking about it for years, maybe. A couple. That we need to bring some wine to the show. We do. We we talk cocktails. We talk beer. Lots. We talk plenty of coffee. Lots. I believe that we've even talked tea in the past, but we've yes. been neglectful of the grape. And so this week, we focus on that, sort of. And we'll be talking about that sort of. Coming up. Coming up. First, let's do shout outs. And I have to do one that's not really written here because this past couple of days I've been on social media and seeing that the Will Run For podcast has released their virtual and the medal looks. The medallion. medallion, Let me have a do over. The medallion is sweet. So. I, I think we may have to do it. Okay. Because, you know, you're very bling motivated. I am bling motivated. And I love Are you their, medallion motivated? I loved the medallion from last year, even though it was made of wood. Is that a hashtag? Medallion motivated? It could be. 
Mm. We'd have to check with our executive producer in charge of hashtags. That is quite true. Mm. Find out what his verdict is on that one, if that's acceptable. We'll check. We'll check and see. (laughs) So shout out to everybody over at the Will Run For podcast, because that looks like it's going to be great. And if we do it, we will certainly be talking about it here on the show. Of course. Congratulations to Jojo, Jessica, and Kelly from the Runcation Nation for completing the Little Rock half and for the weather smiling upon them. Yes. I also was loving their posts on social media of some of the scenes from or scenery from around Little Rock. Uh, what a cool little town. Plus some of the great food yeah. that they were sharing on that trip as well. It's just great. looks like something that we're going to definitely have to do. We've been talking about Little Rock for a couple of years. Mm. So I think that's one that we're going to have to add to the race calendar, maybe for 2023. We've seen extra milers out there. Now we've seen members of the Runcation Nation out there. We've really got to get there and explore that food and beverage scene and run that race from what I'm told that there's some fun spots on that race course. Yeah. So congratulations to them and Jennifer Fink and Maria Miller. They did a, a zoo 5k to kick off their running season. Very cool. And I love that. Can you beat scenery from a zoo? I'm the big science nerd. I love animal shows, science shows. Amy just laughs every time she walks in the room. It's, you know, Discovery, Science Channel, things I find on YouTube. I wake up to the History Channel. History Channel. Okay, admittedly overnight History Channel. History goes from like legit, like book learning history to aliens built everything after 9 p.m. It's very funny. It's history after dark. And yeah, (laughs) then you start going, maybe there's something to that. But it's, I am just a huge science nerd, science fiction nerd. And you believe the truth is out there. Animals for me are great. I, I grew up with them. I grew up uh, going to Bush gardens every year for my birthday. So to be able to do something in support of a zoo through a zoo, that would be I think that'd be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I think Naples Zoo ought to get on that. I mean, that's our closest zoo down here. That is here our where closest zoo, right? Yeah. Yeah. We ought to get on that and do something. I would run that in a heartbeat. Right. We're looking at you, Naples Zoo. And James Miller shared his San Joaquin, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm pronouncing that right. Trail half. Applause. Because I don't know if trail running could be for me. I've only ever done a 5K that seemed trail like. Okay, the one that we did was ended up being an accidental mud run. That was that zombie 5K. Oh, I was thinking about the one, the Calusa Nature Center one that the Oh yeah. Reserve. Well, that had some on a trail and that a worked little out bit. nicely. Yeah, they, it was very well marked. Yeah, the other one that I was I'm alluding to was in Georgia and that was before a the zombie. podcast way before the podcast and right as the walking dead was getting Bang. super popular yeah. and it, they had a, a storm front come through and it was yeah. brutal and definitely that one needed a do over. <laughs> it really, we couldn't, we, we didn't walk sign up hardly. for a trail or no. We couldn't even hardly walk in that, all that mud, but congratulations to all of you. Those are the shout outs that I scoured social media for. With the hashtag Runcation Nation. Oh, well, I was even going to say on, on on James's trail run, the trail runners, again, the more I see, the more intrigued I am, especially because they seem to 
really nail the on-course support. Oh, those are like the ultra runners. Great food, great drink on the course. Mm -hmm. Not just like, here's a goo or a gel. Like, here's some waffles. Here's... Yeah, they're cooking like food. food. Here's... Yes. (laughs) That's my kind of run. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, so listen, if you guys want a (laughs) shout out for yourself or for somebody else you think deserves a shout out on the show, send us an email to info at runeatdrink.net. That's info at runeatdrink.net or call and leave us a message at 941-677-2733. That's info at runeatdrink.net or 941-677-2733. Three. Well, let's talk running. Yeah. Shall we? As you guys know. We're nerds. I'm, I'm Yeah. Well, a- Amy's very polite to say that she's a nerd too. I'm I, wear- she's, Look she's, at my wedding ring right now. I'm wearing a black widow wedding ring. Come uh, on. And I am apropos to today's episode wearing a Captain America wedding ring because today's virtual 5K that we did is one of the metal chasers anti-hero series and it's entitled i'm with you till the end of the line the winter soldier 5k and this one may not be on their website anymore because we held on to it to have these races in, in reserve yeah throughout our training seasons and as we have weeks where we don't travel it's nice to have that motivation at home But there are so many other great ones on Metal Chasers right now, particularly if you look, the Star Wars-themed ones are where it's at like Boba Fett and um, Darth Vader. Mm -hmm. That one with the Death Star, it looks really sweet, so... Yeah, they've got their finger on the pulse of what's mm-hmm. coming up because, of course, we just came off of the Book of Boba Fett being mm-hmm. released on Disney Plus for the Star Wars fans out there. You also have the upcoming Obi-Wan Kenobi miniseries, that looks good. which is coming May 25th. That looks good. And that's going to give us a an, another opportunity to see Ewan McGregor reprise his role as a young Obi-Wan Kenobi. Also, Hayden Christensen repri- reprising his role as Darth Vader. Mm. so we will get to see all that and they've got their they're right there on the cusp on the brink and understanding what's coming in pop culture so <laughs> good for them yay but bill and christina i'm still a diehard marvel fan and this one i just think is great their whole series the anti-hero series i, mm-hmm. I love because these are dark heroes that do bad things for the right reasons and i very much enjoyed all of the appearances of the character, the winter soldier throughout the Marvel cinematic universe. The most recent being Falcon and winter soldier. Yes. Yes. On Disney plus. He was, he was uh, James Bucky Barnes was the uh, half of the team for Falcon and winter soldier. But this makes a reference to a line in captain America two. Okay. When he there's it's initially something that that Bucky says to him, I believe, in the original Captain America. And then when they have their final confrontation on the helicarrier and they're having the big fight where Captain America is trying to get Bucky to snap out of it and to remember him and not be evil anymore. And he tells him, I'm with you till the end of the line because he's been brainwashed and he's trying to get him snap out of it to get back into heroic measures if you will 
or just get back to himself, period. Yeah. So I just think it's a great reference. And uh, let's talk about what we did because like I said, this is a, or like you said, this is a training week. It is. And I've been in contact with Jeff Galloway, America's coach, as you know, he is gearing up for springtime surprise. At We're Disney. yeah. Which is the week after Shamrock. I believe if I have the dates, right. This is the week he says, you got to get out there and just do your 5k. You could do speed work. You could not speed work, but um, like f- half miles or like 400 drills. or 800 drills if you wanted to for speed. But if you haven't been doing that, or if you're having unnecessary aches or pains because of overcoming new things that you've put on your repertoire, like strength training, I'm looking at you, fitness. <laughs> The fitness YouTube channel. I'm looking at Rhonda Lee. I'm thinking of Rhonda Lee who recommended it. Okay. Well, sorry. I had to snap out of it. But if you've had those kinds of aches and pains, then he said, just do your 5K. Just do your 5K. As the last training, long training weekend, and I put long in quotation marks, training run before the 8k. Yeah. And just so everybody knows, if you're newer to the podcast, we do uh, virtual training with Jeff Galloway. We are run walk runners and the plan is typically running two days a week for speed work and one day a week for your long run speed work or short runs, maintenance runs or drills during the week usually. And the long runs, they, it's not a linear progression. It, it, Jeff, does intervals in the schedule. So yeah. you'll do a longer run one week and then a shorter long run the next week. He and spaces them out for recovery. Yeah. And I think he also tries to keep your body guessing. And for building. It's yeah. for forcing you to adapt. It's scaffold. It's building in the right way. So. So for us, what we ended up doing was a neighborhood run, which for, we did. for us is really fast, flat, paved, very flat. We're no from shade. Florida. You know this. No shade. <laughs> but uh, conditions for us were a little different. We slept late when we did the run. Actually, we, we are recording right after doing the run. Mm-hmm. So we slept in. We got up, coffee, hydrate, yeah. out the door with the dogs. And we had a limited amount of time to beat that front that was moving through. Yeah, but to beat the rain. And... We literally you hate running in rain. I, I really, <laughs> well, it depends on what I'm wearing, but generally I don't like it. <laughs> if I'm wearing really absorbent clothes, I really don't like it. Yeah. It was, uh, for us, it was all about get out there and knock it out before the bad weather got here. And mm-hmm. that's a, a precursor or kind of getting us ready for our summer training, which is basically every day in the summer. You have to beat the rain, beat the rain. That's your mission. Or you have to suffer the consequences which is it rains and then when you get out there it's muggy and gross and humid and just or you're fighting mosquitoes or yeah yeah take your pick it's not good it's not good so do it early is my advice if you're in the south in the summer (laughs) absolutely that's all i have to say so basically our course was the road in our neighborhood, it was basically two laps on on the street, mm-hmm. and we had dogs in tow. Nothing 
really bad except for the wind. We didn't have a lot of sun, but we had a ton of wind. The wind was mm-hmm. really, really strong today. So we were either having a, a, t- a great tailwind or if we turned around and we were heading back toward the house, we had a really strong headwind. Like literally having to lean into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which can be murder for your upper back if you're leaning too much it's funny you bring that up that is something a lot of people when they're running and you get fatigued you tend to lean forward you do that it affects your balance slouch or something too mainly the leaning though the Mm -hmm. leaning because you're trying to use gravity to carry you forward Mm -hmm. and you don't want to do that because if you it's easier to go off balance you're putting your head out over your hips. It's bad for your back. It's bad. There's no good comes from that leaning forward when you're doing your runs. But when you're running in the wind, it's hard not to because especially I mean, <laughs> real wind. This was 30 mile an hour gusts. So this was very reminiscent of the Donna, Donna. which we just recapped. Absolutely. But uh, we got through it. We did. We did it. And, and we literally, as we got home, I said, let's get the medals. Let's go take a photo outside. We tried. <laughs> we stepped outside. We're about to take our selfie. And, and then here it is. And it didn't start slow either. No, it's just like, and it's time now. Yeah. No, no, like little drizzle and then gradual increase. No, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But we did earn it. We earned it for a great cause. And we got great sweat. We did. Let's talk about the uh, the metal and the bib. Yeah. Of course, you love the material of the bib. I love the fact that when some virtuals will send you like a PDF that you can download and print out yourself and mm. printing out your own, I, it, it's never the same. If you print out a race bib and you don't put it in like a plastic sleeve, it gets sweaty and gross and tears and all that. With metal chasers, they always give you a really professionally done Tyvek bib. So it's it's that tear-resistant, water-resistant material that is just fantastic. Mm -hmm. And I love the fact that they color match the colors and the design of the bib to the metal and the ribbon. It all follows through. It's all connected. It's all together. Yeah, it's not generic. It's They put thought into it, which I really appreciate. And in this series, like if you ordered this entire series all at once, each one is different. Each one is themed to that specific antihero. Yeah. So now this one, what I like about well, really the both of them they are modeling it or giving you the or the, the theme that runs through it, I should say, mm. is the look of the Winter Soldier's metallic arm. Yes. And when you get to the metal itself, you can see that in the design. Yeah. That uh, metal arm. It's basically you have him in, on the metal. It's, it's like the, a side view. It's like right? a profile of him yeah. where you can see a silhouette. Mm-hmm. But then they do his arm in like a metallic or gray or silverish gray. Yeah. And it's great because he's standing. The, meta- the metal is circular. It's got a red star in the background, of course, because he was a Russian super soldier and assassin and turned good guy. And the silhouette is against that red star. And it's got the actual quotes that says, I with you, uh, I'm with you till the end of the line. Everything's in relief. The the lines carrying through it that look like the the bands in his arm, mm-hmm. and 
it just has this really cool industrial look that is very reminiscent of yeah. his of his look. And I like that the ribbon says I'm with you till the end of the line and carries that kind of those lines. The bands. The bands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and even better, purchasing this entire race series helped support the Shriners Hospital for Children. So their website says at Shriners Children's, we are committed to reaching as many children as possible wherever they may live and offering them our unique patient-centered wraparound care. Yeah. I love the fact that they partner with great charities. And for this in particular, the entire series went to a single charity as opposed to dividing it up amongst multiple charities. Which uh, I like that. Metal Chasers employs both strategies Yes, when they do race series like this. 100%. And what a great cause. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have a link uh, to Shriners Hospital for Children, of course, in our show notes. In yes. addition to Metal Chasers uh, Virtual Run Club, mm-hmm. we are huge Metal Chasers fans. We have we been are. for you quite know some this. time. You know it. In addition, full transparency, Bill and Christina are patrons of the show. Mm-hmm. However, we were fans long before that. So Before they became patrons. They were so great to us. And <laughs> they kept us moving through the height of the pandemic with virtual. Mm-hmm. Check them out. We cannot recommend them highly enough. All this running makes you hungry. And It's just me. It just makes no, me hungry. No, no, no. I'm I was I'm hungry too. <laughs> I'm hungry too. And what I love about what we're going to talk about is that it's a or it feels like a very comforting it's a comfort food classic, I think. Oh, without a doubt. With a plant-based twist. When you think of comfort food, when you go back to like childhood, I know we've talked about it before, mashed potatoes and gravy, oh yeah, macaroni and cheese, spaghetti and meat sauce. Yes. And I even go back and, and we'll say when I was a kid and in school, one of the meals I looked forward to for even school lunch was spaghetti and meat sauce. I might have talked about this on the show before, that I was a water girl when I was in high school. I don't know if in the five years that we've done the show, I probably have at some point talked about this. And my father was the head football coach. I know I've talked about how I didn't really date a whole lot in high school because you see that my dad was the head football coach. But I attached myself to the football team early. And instead of the cheerleading route, I went the – trainer well, that's the fancy word but i carried the water during timeouts and along the sidelines and during practice so that i could spend more time with my dad and it was a great experience one of the specifically great memories i have is every friday before the game after school we would have a meal, a team meal together. And I would say 99% of the time, it would be spaghetti and meat sauce. And it was just so that every time I have it, I think of my dad and I think of eating with all of those big burly 
football players. Mm -hmm. And all of those Friday nights where we either traveled to another high school or we went right out on that field and, and had that experience together. And so this is very comforting to me as a recipe for more than one reason. Because it's connected so deeply to my time growing up. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. A and even further down the line, when we were starting to get healthy and before we decided to go plant-based six days a week, we cooked out of a magazine called Cooking Light. Mm -hmm. which I think now has transitioned all of their recipes over to myrecipes.com. I believe so. There was a favorite recipe that I used to cook all the time for us, pasta bolognese, which included carrot and red wine and not that much of it, but a little bit of red wine, garlic and your favorite tomato sauce and a pound of ground pork. And your favorite pasta, whatever that be. So it's also reminiscent of that for me. Yeah, this is, I think, a quick and easy and hearty and fulfilling dish to make. And whether you choose to use a plant-based option like we did, mm -hmm. Or you go with your favorite meat, whether that's ground beef, ground pork, combination. a combination. You're not going to go wrong. Yeah. You could do all. ground turkey. You could. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, what I like is that we are able to do, just make a couple of tweaks to what would otherwise be a phenomenal spaghetti and meat sauce or pasta and meat sauce recipe mm. and make it a healthful plant-based option for us. So the two things... I want to highlight about that would be the impossible ground that we used for the plant-based recipe and the bonza pasta. So while we're incorporating plant-based into our 75 hard challenge and six days a week, normally mm -hmm. we can still have, it's incredible what they do. These two companies with pasta and with something that m mimics very closely ground pork or ground beef. Yeah. You know, I, I, impossible came on the scene a couple of years ago and it really changed the game for mm -hmm. plant-based meat substitutes. And again, they're in no way a sponsor of the show. We'd love for them to yeah, be. come on aboard. We'd love you. In spite of that, I'm going to eat, I'm going to eat it anyway, because you, if you're looking for, meat alternatives, but you still want flavor and texture reminiscent of that. There, there are some options out there and mm -hmm. possible does a really nice one. They oh, of course yeah. sell individually wrapped burger patties. They also sell these pound mm -hmm. ground. I'm going to call it ground beef, ground beef packets that you can get as well. Mm -hmm. And they're using things like pea protein and beet juice to color and make it look like meat, even though it's it's not. And right. it gives you a very satisfying result as when you're cooking with this, using the ground, browning it just like you would regular ground beef. Well, to, to use all of those components that I mentioned, the carrot, the garlic, the and break it all up in the pan 
and then actually incorporate red wine in quotation marks for us. But also if you're doing it and you don't, it, it doesn't matter if you have red wine in the house to certainly use that. All of that is so very comforting and delicious. Yeah. And it does, there's no change in the cooking process. You don't have to do anything different. No, you don't have to do anything other than follow the recipe yeah, just like you would normally. And the only difference is the substitution of the plant-based meat for a, for quote unquote real meat. And the Bonza brand pasta, this is something that we discovered last year. Mm -hmm. I want to say, yeah. And we're starting to see more and more of these. When you go to the store, you'll find pastas made from beans instead yeah. of flour. Lentils, Lentil, chickpea. chickpea, and bonza is made from chickpeas. Mm -hmm. What I'm loving about this is you're getting all of the protein benefit of eating garbanzo beans. Yes. You're not getting as much of the, of the carbohydrates. So it's a lower carbohydrate count. It's high in fiber, mm. high in protein. Mm. And when you cook it up, you absolutely don't notice the difference mm -mm. between a regular pasta made out of eggs and flour. Right. Or this. It's it, taste, texture, everything. It, mm -hmm. you, you don't notice a difference at all. Yeah. It's not like the pasta tastes like hummus. No. It's not like that. It's you cook it exactly the same way. You, you boil a pot of water. You throw it in there for seven to nine minutes and bam. It's the same. And again, Bonza, not a sponsor, but they could be. I'm just saying. <laughs> and we will have links to these products in the show notes. Yeah, I know for a fact Bonza is available on uh, Amazon. Mm -hmm, both um, of these products and, are. and I'm now seeing it in our local grocery. Mm -hmm. I think you could find it in local grocery store chains now both of these impossible was a harder one to find for when they initially when they went from being like a startup company trying to research how to create the best possible plant-based meat substitute once they perfected it and they came to market immediately burger king bought all of it and then and that's why you can now get an impossible whopper at burger king yeah so which I love now they're they've gotten their you production off the line. It's gotten way more popular. You're finding it in more mm. and more places. They've a lot been of sponsors of Run Disney races too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They sure have. Yeah. And and you're finding it in more restaurants now. Yeah. Uh, a lot of restaurants that you go to are offering you that plant based option. One burger on their menu is an impossible burger of yes. some sort. It's and this was just a wonderful recipe to have as I think this would be a great carb loading meal pre-race and also just a hearty meal comfort wise to have on a cold day or through throughout the week. That's really easy to prepare. Yeah. At home. The addition of you've got your sauce. Now we used a canned sauce for yeah, we used a like a jarred a, grocery a jarred store sauce. grocery store line brand, but you would use you could use your favorite one, or you could start with crushed tomatoes and spice them up yourself with basil and garlic and 
a good tomato sauce is not difficult. No. However, a good homemade tomato sauce is time consuming. Right. So we took. We took a shortcut. Shortcut. But that's the other thing. If you find a good jarred sauce, and, and we mentioned you mentioned it's the store brand for us, it's a Publix brand. Yeah. Uh, in our case, we found we really liked that one because it is low in sodium, yeah. and it has great flavor. In spite of that, mm-hmm. you got to shop nice. those around. Not all jarred tomato sauces or pasta sauces are the same. Yeah. Huge variety between them. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're if you want to make your own fantastic if not find one that works for you that's jarred for sure but what i love about this recipe is that addition of the grated carrot Mm -hmm. it adds some body to the sauce it adds a little bit of sweetness Mm -hmm. you don't taste the carrot in and of itself no but you get that you know extra punch of mouthfeel and flavor Mm -hmm. and then that red wine the red wine deepens everything yes it's so good it and so out. easy. That's the other thing. Oh, such good, such good flavors that it brings out in all of the ingredients. It's just it punches everything up a notch. And we used a non-alcoholic red wine that we'll talk about in the drink segment. Yes, of our show. But it, I just think everything worked together to give us lower sodium, healthy version of a comfort food that we love and i i think it was a home run oh 100 this one is in our repertoire and will remain in our repertoire um, throughout the 75 yeah. hard challenge and probably beyond truth be told that's why we're ordering the, the huge packages of the bonza pasta <laughs> from amazon <laughs> yes we are <laughs> Also not a sponsor. And, and they if, they do offer more than just spaghetti. You can get rotini. You I get love the, the linguini. The linguini. Mm. You get, they have the shells. Yeah. So if you wanted to try a mac and cheese kind of thing. Or if you want to do a pasta salad. Mm-hmm. So you've got great options Ooh. from them. It's absolutely worth checking out. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have links in the show notes. To those products. To those products. And... They will be Amazon affiliate links. No no cost to you to click on them and shop at Amazon, but it helps the show. So so check that out. And for the detailed recipe. For the detailed recipe, speaking of helping the show, we have to take some time to thank our patrons at patreon.com slash Podcast. Many of you have become patrons at the fan, founder, insider, and three new levels. Yep. We've been talking about it for a long time. We finally published those three, <laughs> three additional levels did. of, finally of did. patronage, the accomplish, explore, and indulge levels. Those levels are all the benefits mm-hmm. of the insider plus. So those yes. are like extra premium levels of sponsorship all of them help the show Mm -hmm. those particular levels give the patrons a little even more something extra from us whether it's uh, special recognition as a producer of the show which you'll see in this week's show notes yes we do have our first accomplish and indulge level patrons yes so you will see them credited in future episodes as well as this one. Yeah. 
And there are other benefits like swag. Nice swag. There is. It's, I'm excited for them. I am so glad that we took our time in getting those out there. And we hope that you guys will check them out and be just as excited as we are. Amy, you mentioned it. Patreon.com mm-hmm. slash Run, Eat, Drink podcast. But don't forget, we also have our listeners over on Podbean. Mm-hmm. Podbean has its own patronage program. Yep. We are part of that as well. And yep. all of those same levels are in the Podbean ecosystem as well. You just click on the button at the top of your Podbean player Mm -hmm. and become a patron, select your level, and you too can become a fan, a founder, an insider, or accomplish, explore. Explore. And indulge along with a couple of our patrons so our newest patrons our, yes our newest patrons at the at that level long-term patrons that upgraded to those exciting new levels so as always everybody in the runcation nation we can't thank you enough for the many ways you support the runny drink podcast So just before we turn to the beverage portion of our show, I just want to let all of our patrons know and everybody in the Runcation Nation that if you want the full recipe for the comfort food pasta bolognese that we made with impossible ground and bonza pasta, you can find it at patreon.com slash runnydrinkpodcast or over on Podbean for patrons. Very nice. All this talk of food, however, has made you thirsty. It's made you thirsty, too. <laughs> Come on, man. Really? Well, you said that it, the running made me hungry. It's both of us. Let's be serious. <laughs> and we decided to class this up a little bit by adding to our repertoire yeah. some wine. And this week's wine comes from, again, not a sponsor of the show, Free Wines at freewines.com, which we'll link to in the show notes. But And that's F-R-E. No, not double E, just a single E. And I know y'all are thinking, but Dana and Amy, aren't you on the 75 Hard Challenge? How yeah. is it that you could possibly be having an alcoholic beverage? Because it's alcohol-removed wine. Alcohol-removed wine. Ah, yeah. And I know that sounds counterintuitive, or it sounds like, that's just grape juice. No, it's not. It's different. It is totally... I I didn't know what to expect, first of all. (laughs) I'm going to be that person who goes... I don't know about this. And Amy brought these things home. She brought a couple of different flavors home. And... I like a good red wine with a steak, but I'm not what you would call a wine person. Typically I will have, I can probably count on one hand and have fingers left over the number of glasses of wine I'll have in a year. But I had some really good wine when we went to the Jeff Galloway race weekend. You did with Jojo yes, at a, a place recommended to us by Tyler. Variation of wine is they go through all the process mm. of, of making wine mm-hmm. and then they remove the alcohol using science. Yes. Science. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. They remove it. It's not just 
carbonated grape juice. No, because we actually have carbonated grape juice here in the house. We do, and, and we've made mimosas with that on a live chat. We have before, and the flavor is totally different. This really captures the flavor, that drier flavor, the, the red wine I'm talking about, specifically mm-hmm. the Merlot, captures that flavor, those oaky notes that you woodsy. get the woodsiness the Earthy, tannins yeah. of wine so dry. you get that dry feeling on your tongue what you're not getting is the alcohol and i've i was very pleasantly surprised it i would say we got it and before we actually made our mocktail with it we tasted it on its own and it's like you said, it's all the characteristics of the wine, which is what they focus on on their website, all the characteristics of the wine without the alcohol. So just, I would say in tasting the wine itself, it is just the Merlot that we used this week in both the mocktail and in our food recipe. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit sweeter than regular Merlot that I've tasted in the past. Yeah. Alcoholic Merlot. Yes. And I enjoy Merlot. I, Merlot tends to be a drier, more oaky flavored red. And again, if, if I'm ordering a, a glass of red wine with a meal, it tends to be a Merlot. You could also have, there's a Malbec, which is very woodsy that our friends at nice guys have introduced to us and t- in terms of red wines and a Cabernet Sauvignon. Those are great red wines. This was just slightly sweeter, but still with those dry characteristics. I really was shocked when we tasted it. And that's the reason why we elected to use this in the food segment, when we were talking about making the sauce and using red wine in the sauce, this is what we were using in the sauce. And it's vegan. Because the rule for cooking with wine, they there are many companies that make, quote unquote, cooking wine. Yes. And anytime you watch professional chefs on TV or anything, they will tell you, don't cook with a wine you wouldn't be willing to drink. And many of those cooking wines would absolutely not be suitable to drink. Because the recipe tends to concentrate the wine's flavor into the meal. So you have to make sure that you like it. And we like this. And this turned out so good. And (laughs) so I was really surprised by that. Then, Amy, I hear her making a cocktail. I did. And I'm like, what are you doing? Well, because on their website, they have... I really like the page and the way it's laid out because you can select from here's the Cabernet Sauvignon, here's the Chardonnay, here's the Merlot, Moscato, the Sparkling Brute. These are all wines that Free makes. Mm-hmm. Okay. These are different ones that are alcohol removed. You can filter to it and you can say, oh, what can I make with this? And they give a detailed mocktail recipe that, of course, we will link to in the show notes. We decided to, because of our pension and affinity, if you will, for uh, old fashions when we're not on this challenge, mm-hmm. it just caught my eye. 
we thought we would take the old-fashioned red mocktail from their website for a spin. And I have to say, I was very happy. This uses or replaces the traditional bourbon or rye Mm. with the free alcohol-removed Merlot, but you're still getting the flavor of bitters. And for this one, we use, just like they recommended, the Angostura bitters. Mm -hmm. You still are garnishing with Luxardo cherries or or cocktail cherry and with an orange peel. Mm -hmm. And by doing that, you're capturing a lot of the similar flavors from an old fashioned. Yeah. But you're experiencing them in a different way. It's a it's like a wine based old fashioned. Yeah. And I really liked it. I thought that it was slightly sweet, but not too sweet. And the bitters complemented the the tannin, the dry element that you have in that Merlot. Oh, absolutely. I enjoyed this. You can increase the flavor of the bitters just by adding more bitters. Sure. And you can control that. Make I think that yeah, you can you can gauge what your preference is. Mm-hmm. And you can amplify those flavors if you're really wanting more of the things that are more reminiscent of a standard or traditional old fashioned. Yes. And by using the orange peel and expressing the orange oil over the top and mm-hmm. the Luxardo cherry gives you a little bit of sweetness. I think that you get a really enjoyable cocktail to the point where even if we weren't on the challenge, I might say, let's give this a try. This is good. Let's give this a try with regular alcohol left in wine and see how it and is. see how that is by it comparison be, it's a neat cocktail yeah and they have a bunch of them on their website uh, this past week in our live chat we had one with the sparkling brute and that was very good that was really good with the pear and the blackberries mm-hmm. muddled inside of it with a little bit of lemon juice that that sparkling wine on its own was very nice Yes. Now that one, I, and I joked, everybody would think non-alcoholic wine, that's just grape juice. You know, I joked and said, it's grape juice with extra steps. In <laughs> order for them to get those other flavors of what happens in the winemaking process, you have to go through those steps, I think. And that gives you a more true to the original beverage experience mm-hmm. than just a sparkling grape juice, because these Agreed. do not taste like sparkling grape juice no and the the merlot does not taste like like a concord grape juice at all no so i enjoyed it and i like the recipe section of their website which has a variety of here's a sangria you could try here is a free wine based margarita you could try what i like about this is it gives people an option if you're wanting to, let's say maybe you're just not a drinker, right? Um, you, maybe you don't typically like the flavor that alcoholic beverages imparts. Maybe you are avoiding alcohol for health reasons, or maybe it's a deep training cycle and you're deciding for this period of time, I'm not going to partake. This is a fantastic option to give you some of those flavors that you might miss yeah, without the alcohol. And what I like about the recipes on the website is you could certainly sub in your favorite liquor or actual wine. Oh, yeah. And the ingredients 
are that they just guide you in the right direction too. So I, I really like that. I think it's well done and I'm super happy that we found something that we could still celebrate our accomplishment with and at the same time, stay true to our challenge. Or like you said, stay true to a training cycle or be that designated driver or what have you. Absolutely. Whatever your reason is. It felt indulgent without being indulgent. indulgent. Yes. So freewines.com will link to that in the show notes as well as this recipe that we've highlighted here and the other one from the live chat this past week is also on their website. You're going to like that one. I'm telling you now. Mm-hmm. Super cool. Well done, free wines. Next week, we're going to be helping our fellow runners get ready for Run Disney's new springtime surprise race weekend. Yes. I'm so jealous. Me too. We have a lot of friends of the show who are heading there. It's really hard not to go. A little bit of FOMO. Especially because it's Taste taste uh, 10K, the, the Tower of Terror. The Tower of Terror 10-miler. But also, it's those three races. There's a 10K, there's a 10-miler, and Expedition Everest. Expedition Everest 5K with a scavenger hunt, which at is night. at night. That was so tempting. Well, we tried to register for that one. It was sold out, though. It didn't last long. No. So, uh, if anybody's listening, please bring that back. But anyway, anybody who is experiencing FOMO like us, like those princess runners that are still sharing their fabulous photos, or people who just can't get there because of one reason or another, we're going to try and help you be in that spirit. So stay, t- yeah, stay tuned for that. Um, in the meantime, guys, we thank you so much. We got a new review on, on iTunes and Apple podcasts this We're week. We're so excited. We cannot uh, thank you enough. It really does help the show. And if you haven't gone over to do that yet, please take a couple of minutes, head over to Apple podcasts and leave us a five-star rating and a review. That would be yeah. super helpful. And if you're on a PC, you could still do it through iTunes in the podcast section mm-hmm. and it just helps us be, it helps us grow the Runcation nation and it helps others find us through Apple podcasts. It's so. all about their algorithm and Hills for breakfast Breakfast <laughs> left us this great review. Five stars. It says, I love this group. This whole group has fun, discusses runs, food, drink locations, runners abilities are across the board. Mm-hmm. This is just a fun group. I love that. Thank thank you, Hills, for breakfast. Breakfast. I love that. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening, for joining us on your long run, your commute to work around the house, wherever you are. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. Stay safe, stay well, and we will accomplish, explore, and indulge with you really soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We're having another great year thanks to your support. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We're at Run, Eat, Drink podcast. And on Twitter, we're Run, Eat, Drink pod. You can also give us a call at 941-677-2733 or send us an email at info at runeatdrink.net. Visit our website at runeatdrink.net and click on the subscribe link so you don't miss a minute. Find out how you can support the show at 
patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast. Accomplish, explore, and indulge right along with us. We'll talk to you next time.